Lift up your hands to heaven. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for even the gift of life. Amen. We, we thank you that this 24 has, has met us. Amen. And we want to appreciate the fact that you are God over our lives. Amen. Some are worshipping some strange things they call God. Some are worshipping stones. Some are worshipping trees. Some are worshipping ancestral idols. Some are worshipping self. And some are worshipping the pleasures of this world. Mm-hmm. But your children, we have chosen that we will worship you, the living God. Amen. And so now receive your praise. Amen. Receive your worship. Amen. It's not because of what you have done for us, but it's just because you are God. Amen. And you are the only true God. Amen. There is no other God like you. Amen. You are the creator of the universe. You are the one that sustains our life. You are the first begotten from the dead. You are the Alpha and the Omega. You are the Lily of the Valley. You are the one that can make mountains plain. We worship you, Ancient of Days. King of Kings. Lord of Lords. You who died, but death could not contain you. You are the one that we worship. You are the one that we worship. We give you praise. Now, Holy Spirit, we ask that you take over. Let your anointing be so mighty upon us and mighty in this room. Let there be healing. Let there be deliverance. Let your word bring encouragement. Let your word bring direction. Let your word bring deliverance. Let your word bring salvation. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go to four people, give them a high five and tell them, Jesus Christ is alive. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay, so please take your seats. The people, our brethren in Ghana are joining us live right now. So I want you to give them, I want you to give them a, 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 a UK shout. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. They are ready for their Christmas message. They are listening right now. I can see them right now. And uh, we want to thank God that this year He has brought us this far. Praise Him. Okay, let me hear whether they can hear me. Praise Him. No, no, not you. Praise Him. Praise Him. I think we are having some problems with them, but we still continue. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, so we thank God. Listen, if you are still alive, thank God. Amen. I said, if you are still alive, do what? Thank God. One little virus can make a man, a big grown man like myself, just paralyzed. One little virus. 
Amen. So if you are alive, give God, give God thanks. And give God what? A praise. Say thank you, Jesus. Say it like you appreciate that it's God who has made it possible for you to see today. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Yeah, it's Jesus. It's Jesus who has done it. It's not man. You might think that it's your wisdom. You might think that it's because you're a good driver. You might even think that, oh, because you are so careful with yourself and what you eat and what you drink. You might think that those are the things that have sustained you. You might think that it's in your wisdom that you are still alive. But I want to point it to you that it's because of Jesus. It's his doing. It's not our doing. We can't boast about it. Life is precious. If you have enjoyed life up to now, be thankful. And what a place to be on 24th. Tell your neighbor you are in the right place. I can hear you say it with power. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So this song says, It is Jesus. Yes, it is Jesus. It is Jesus in my soul. For I have touched the Helm of his garment. His blood makes us whole. Makes me whole. It's Jesus again. It is Jesus. Yes, it is Jesus. It is Jesus in my soul. It is Jesus. In my soul, for I have touched the hem of His garment, and His blood has made me whole. It is Jesus. It is Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, it is Jesus. It is Jesus in our soul. It is Jesus in my soul. For I must touch the hem of the and his blood has made me whole. Hallelujah. Amen. It is Jesus who has touched us, and it's because of him. Amen. Amen. Praise him. You know the Bible says that in Second Thessalonians, it says that there is going to be a great rebellion. A great rebellion. What is rebellion? When men oppose God. So, 
find that quotation. It says, there will be a great falling away. A great what? Falling out. A great rebellion. When men will hate God, men will not, uh, men will be so rude and arrogant when it comes to the things of God. Men will not want to know anything about Jesus Christ. When we talk about Jesus, men don't want to know. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 3. It says, Do not let anyone deceive you in any way, for that day will not come until the rebellion what happens, or the rebellion what occurs, and the man of lawlessness is revealed, and the man doomed to destruction. So, my brothers and sisters, the year is coming to an end. We are going to enter into a new year. And I want you to be sensitized to the fact that there is a day waiting for us. And it's a day God himself, the Father, has set apart. That it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter who you think you are. It doesn't matter what money you earn in per year. It doesn't matter how many shifts you are doing. It doesn't matter how beautiful or handsome you think you are. It doesn't matter the titles that you hold. The qualifications that you hold. That day will come. And we will all stand before him. We will all stand before him. So be aware there is a day coming. Amen. So humble yourself. Stop the pride and arrogance. Stop the foolishness. Humble yourself before the mighty hand of the Lord. And he is the one that will do the lifting up. Better to be lifted up and go into heaven than enjoy the pleasures of this world and enter into hell. Hell is real. Heaven is real. Be aware. A day is coming. Hallelujah. He said, do not be what? Deceived. Don't let anybody deceive you. If I stand here to tell you about only miracles, signs and wonders, I am deceiving you. You can receive miracles and still go to hell. You can receive a breakthrough and still what? Go to hell. You can. Don't let anyone what? Deceive you. This is what is happening within Christendom. There's a lot of deception. A lot of deception is going on. You have people living in terrible sins. Fornications and adulteries, chasing people's husbands, you know, do just be new senses. But they are receiving prophetic words of new houses, prophetic words of new cars. And they think that because they are receiving these prophetic words, their life is, um, they have the right standing with God. You are deceiving yourself. And the Bible says that this is what is leading to the rebellion. Because if you think that I can get it, even if I live anyhow, God is still going to bless me. God is going to give me a baby. God is still going to give me this. I can live anyhow. Then your heart becomes hardened. This is what it says. It is the deceitfulness of sin. It hardens a man's heart. Your heart becomes hardened. And you become less, you become a rebel. When you read in, in the books of Samuel, it says, Rebellion and witchcraft. It says, Stubbornness. Do you know what stubbornness is? Stubbornness is as the sin of what? Rebellion. Stubborn. A person stubbornness and witchcraft. This is witchcraft in the church. You might think that when you say a witch is some old woman somewhere. But a lot of Christians now are charismatic witches. 
Oh yes. Charismatic witches. Speaking in tongues but a witch. Shaking and dancing but a witch. Lifting up hands but a witch. Sister, I'll speak it. Because the Lord has sent me. He said, for rebellion is as the sin of what? Witchcraft. Is it not, is it not in the Bible? Am I making it up? And stubbornness. Some of you are very stubborn. Very, very stubborn. This year, you have been warned by the word of God several times. But you insist on being stubborn and arrogant. One time I was telling them in, in Ghana. There are certain places that a Christian you need to visit. At least once a year you go there just to bring you back to reality. And one of those places is the mortuary. Have you been to a mortuary before? Who has been to a mortuary before? A mortuary. <laughs> Until your father or your mother dies, you never go to a mortuary. But you can request. That's where when you go, a whole millionaire driving a Rolls Royce naked, lying there naked. You know, and they have a number on the toe. At that time, you, don't, you are not even referred by your name. You are given a number. And you see how man is lifeless. One, one that I went to, um, I observed in, um, in Ghana. The bodies come, you just take them and throw them. Just throw them. And you go there, the much is divided. They have a very cool part and they have a part where they prepare them. And the part where they prepare them, they are just dead. You know, dead bodies. People are lying there. And one of them was the one that did. One of them was a reverend, some reverend minister, a big reverend minister. So I asked. And then the much attendant was saying, This one, he was crossing a road. He showed me the road. Those of you that come from Ghana, you know the road. At Chiasi, if you live in Accra, where uh, they've made the overpass now. He was crossing the road. And you know when you are, he was, he was nearly 60. He, one year to 59. You know when you are old, your reflexes are a bit not sharp. I think he didn't gauge. The, it's a very busy road. I don't know what possessed him. But he was crossing the road. He missed time and he was knocked over by a car. And he died instantly. And he was telling me, that's reverend so so and so. I said, I said I'm a reverend so and so. And he said, yes. And they were just, the hands was just like this. When he lifted the hands, it just comes standard. The mouth was wide open. Just lifeless lying there. He said, if this man didn't give his life to Jesus properly, if he didn't live a life worthy, he lived his life to please his stomach, his body. This is the end of it. But now he's facing a judgment. It helps you to realize that, that you know, some of us are too, too stubborn. Please, calm down. Very stubborn, very disobedient. He says stubbornness is as, in the iniquity, is as iniquity and adultery. Rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. So there are a lot of witches and idolaters in the church of God. And they are being deceived. Deception. They think that, no. Why, you know, look, look at this one. He said, because you have rejected the word of the Lord. You have rejected the word of the Lord. 
When the Bible says that flee fornication, you say, no, I'll have fornication here and there, little, little, and still live in my life. Say, Lord Jesus, have mercy on me. So, a day is coming when all rebellion will be dealt with. Right now, look, if you like, come to church. If you like, don't come to church. Eh, if you like, pray. If you like, don't pray. If you like, look. If you like, give offering. If you like, don't give offering. If you like, pay your tithe. If you like, don't pay your tithe. Pay your, whatever you like, you just do it. After you're a rebel. Do you know, this is, this, is, um, this is the foundation and the motto of the church of Satan. Do you know there's a church of Satan? Who knows that there's a church of Satan? Oh, let me see. You know there's a church of Satan. There's a church of Satan. And that church, oh, these people are back on now. Praise him. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. Okay, so I think they are ready now. Let's let's give them a big praising. Scheme? Uh, you don't have scheme army here. It's the youth. It's called scheme army. When you say scheme, they say army. Okay, so salvation clinic. Oh, you don't know. Salvation clinic. You will have a testimony. You will have a testimony. Hallelujah. Yes. So we thank God that this year has come to an end. And as you are watching me right now in Ghana, live in Ghana, we thank God that He's brought us this far. Our message that we have for you is that everyone needs to walk in repentance. Amen? Everybody needs to walk in repentance. Don't enter 2018 with arrogance. With pride, unforgiveness. Don't enter 2018, you know, with bitterness. Let all these things be put aside. And let's strive towards, let's strive towards being effective witnesses for the Lord Jesus. Amen. So, on behalf of all the pastors here, all the church members here, both in um, Fambra and in London we want to wish you all a happy happy a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year Merry Christmas God bless you Amen Hallelujah Okay so let's go on to our message
Amen. Yes. So put it on the board. Second Thessalonians. Tell them it's over. They should stop calling me now. I want to preach. Don't let anyone what deceive you in any way. For the day that will come, for that day will not what come until the rebellion what occurs. So what you need to understand is that right now there is a rebellion what going on. In our way, the way we are behaving, in our attitudes, we are showing that there is what? A rebellion going on. And he said, rebellion is that sin of stubbornness. Stubbornness. And maybe you might think, how am I being stubborn? How am I being a rebel? Um, well, I will show you very shortly from scripture. But I need you to understand one. Tell your neighbor one. A day is coming. And two, the day will not come until rebellion happens. So there is going to be rebellion. There is a day set. And it says, and a man of lawlessness. Now these things are not being taught now in the church. Do you know that there is a man that Satan is going to fully possess? And this man is described as the man of lawlessness. He, in other scripture, is revealed as what? The Antichrist. Amen? Amen. Are you listening? If you are listening, say, I am listening to you. There is a man. Right now, we don't know who that man is. But the Bible says that the spirit of the anti is known as what? He's also this man of lawlessness. He's also known as what? The Antichrist. He's known as what? I can't hear you. He's also known as the Antichrist. And the Bible says that his spirit is already at work. He himself has not been revealed. But his spirit is already what? At work. And what is this spirit? The spirit that denies that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. The spirit of the Antichrist. The spirit of the Antichrist. So when you read in John, find that scripture for me. It says, anyone that denies that Jesus Christ came in the flesh, that person is of the spirit of the Antichrist. The Antichrist spirit has entered into you. And today, you don't need to go far. Look at your workplace. How many people believe in Jesus? When you talk about Jesus, look at how they have reduced the Son of God, the you know, God himself, who came as a human being. They have reduced him to something. It's the spirit of the Antichrist that's at work. Today, they've kicked it out of our schools. So our children are going to school. When you mention anything about Jesus, little uh, Muhammad will be offended. So don't say anything about Jesus. But anything about Islam... Oh, you have to be all inclusive, so they need to be. I just learned out that my children in their school, um, when they are having like religious education, some of them say they don't want to know. But when it comes to the part where they have to learn about Islam, he said it's compulsory, everybody must. How can this be in a so called Christian country? Something is wrong. Something is seriously wrong. 
the Antichrist spirit is at work. And the sad thing is that the Bible prophesies, if you read in Matthew, it prophesies and it says that many will be deceived. And if he doesn't come early, even those who are he has elected, they will also be deceived. May that not be your portion. Let's, it says, this is how you recognize the Spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Do you know what that means? When you acknowledge that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, it means that you acknowledge that he came to die for your sins and my sins. He was crucified and he was also raised from the dead. Because there are some people that think that Jesus Christ was some kind of a spirit. And so, all this thing about crucifixion, we made it up. There are some strange, strange beliefs, I'm telling you. But, he said, anyone that recognizes that Jesus Christ came in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of who? The Antichrist. Which you have heard is what? Oh, are you here? You have heard that is what? And it's now even already in the world. Don't be fooled. All these things you are seeing going on in the world. Scripture are being, scriptures are being fulfilled. And Christians are not being taught the truth. Everybody, miracle. And I want a baby. And I want this. Please, put those things aside. Have you seen somebody that died and they took, they took even if you want a child, if you die, will you take your child with you? If you have a car, when you die, will you take your car with you? But this has become the main focus. We need to be careful. I'm not saying that God doesn't do miracles. He's still a, a mighty miracle worker. But it's babyish for you to make that your priority. If that's the reason why you come to church, that's, why, that's the reason why you go to church. You miss it, I'm telling you. You will miss it. And the spirit of the Antichrist is already at work. You know, Satan is in charge of this world. God is in charge of this earth. It's two different things. Did you hear what I said? Satan is in charge of this world. But God is in charge of this earth. The mountains, the rivers, they don't belong to Satan. The stars... The planets, they don't belong to Satan. It belongs to God. But when we say the world, we are talking about the systems that man has made. So, educational system, cultural system, political system. God's system, for instance, when it comes to how we should govern ourselves, God's system was not democracy. God didn't or democracy never came from God. It's a system that man made and Satan is behind it. Just like he was behind crucifying, crucifying. When they were saying free Barnabas and crucifying, Satan was behind that move. So it's the same way Satan is behind something like democracy. Because as far as God is concerned, it is something that is known as what? Theocracy, which is the rule of God. Through his priest. That's why you never found that and God called Moses and made Moses a king. Moses was a prophet. 
And so the, 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 the priests were the ones that were leading the people of Israel. So they hear from God. They bring God's message. And look at the example God gave us in, with the Israelites. No nation in this world had what is known as laws. But when God was ruling, he gave laws so that it would govern them. So it was God's idea that he would rule man through his prophets, through his, um, his, his spiritual leaders. And man said, no, give us a king. They said what? Give us a king. And that is the beginning of this system. And it has been diluted. Now it's, come, it's become what? Um, democracy, as we know it. And this is why, do you know that as, we are, as I'm speaking now, there are some people, even in Britain now, they call themselves republics and nationalists. They want to disband the royal family so that we will have presidents. And you are fighting against it. It is just a matter of time. Because Satan is behind that move. Because, for instance, the king, the queen, when, when they are going to enthrone the queen, they, it's, a, it's a priest. That comes and anoints her. She's the defender. One of her titles is the defender of the faith. That's one of her titles. The Church of England. That's one of her titles. So in the olden times when they really had power, yeah, they were defending their, their, their faith. But today, you see the rule of man has made their just a ceremonial figure. So the prime minister is there doing foolishness. And it's just a state. So it's just a matter of time because people are already complaining that they are costing the country what too much. It's not because of that, but just the, the religious aspect of it. Satan doesn't like it. He wants it totally what removed, so that we all just one day we just vote and vote for presidents and vote for idiots. Which you tell me, which president has been able to solve any problem for the people? No president. No, don't put your hope in any president. They can't, politicians, they can't solve any problem. You see, the spirit of the Antichrist is behind the political what? system. This is man-made. Are you listening? This is what? Man-made. The same thing when it comes to our educational system. Education, if you read in scripture, the scribes, they were the ones that were being taught. Priests were taught scriptures. And you have the Jewish people sit down, they teach, they memorize the scriptures. Somebody like um, Apostle Paul sat under somebody like Gamaliel, who was like a professor. So educational system, they try to copy it. Satan always tries to mimic what God does. And then he perverts it. So before there was formal schooling, we took our children, people who used to take their children to what? To the synagogues. Where they are trained, you do, at 13 years, you do your bar mitzvah. You go through some processes. That was for the Jewish people. But in cultures where they didn't have God, they also went through similar, similar things. But Satan is behind culture. It's, a, it's a, of the world. It's a system of the world. Satan is behind culture. That's why you see them shed, cutting the blood of goods. You see in some cultures, right across Africa, Women parading their breasts naked that they are going to initiation rites. And they are, you can't change it. 
is so entrenched because Satan is behind it. And you find that even Christians do it. When you tell them, no, this is idolatry. No, 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 culture. This is culture. You can't put it aside. You must do it. And you know these things are initiating people onto demons. Onto demons. There's, there's a tribe in Ghana, for instance, they call it Dipo. The women, they go and sit on some stone. All those people, and people especially from that tribe, they are their number one prostitutes. They, and I'm not saying it because it's a general statement. It is a thing I have investigated. And it is true. They have to sit beside, they, when those people, when they marry, when a woman from that tribe, when he marries, unless they go through proper deliverance and they are touched by God, they cannot stay with one man. Because they stone that they, in the initiation rites, they make them naked um, and they use their people and some strange, strange things. And they dance in town, they put beats around them and their breasts is showing they are now becoming women. And they go through some strange, strange things. And when they finish, they go and sit on some stone. The, eye, the power is in that stone. And once you sit on that stone, that, that spirit marries them. So it doesn't matter. And they are very beautiful. It doesn't matter what. They will go to marriage and they will be divorced. Try to talk some sense to them about the Bible. Say, hey, this is culture. This is culture. Culture, we don't put it aside. We don't put it, this is culture. I mean, we, we have to do it. When you live your life like that, you are under the influence of the Antichrist spirit already, but you don't know. When culture becomes a stronghold, in our culture, that's how we do it. In our culture, that's... Please, refer to the Bible and stop the nonsense. The Bible is our what? Standard. Not culture. Culture, Satan is behind it. Who knows what I'm talking about? You know about certain... Okay, give me some examples of certain cultural practices that is so entrenched. Even you find reverend fathers doing it. They, they let their... They, they, they perform it. Give me an example of some of these cultural practices. It's very practical. Anybody? Eh? Tribal math. Yeah, that is a good... Especially those from... It's not just in Ghana, but it's across Africa. You see, that's why... That's why... If you are a Christian and you are from Africa, don't be following the white people the way they are doing their Christianity. Our challenges are different. What we are fighting against is different. I've come across some people, they have become whiter than white. Meanwhile, they are black. You went to sit on a stone. They did all the, Even if you, sometimes you don't even need to go there. Your family members will do it in your name. And you are coming here, you are going to live. What is fighting you is not the same that is fighting Mr. Smith. You got, to, you got to be aware. You see, it is, it is scriptural because in the Bible you realize that God sent different people to different um, cultural groups. He doesn't just send people anyhow. Look at Peter. Peter was dealing with the Jews. Then Paul came. And Paul was sent to what? The Gentiles. 
because of his knowledge, because of his background. And he could affiliate and identify with them. But if, if Peter had gone to preach to the Gentiles, he would have failed. So God sends men according to what? Uh, the, the needs of the people. I'm not here, I'm not here because I, 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 you know, I am handsome. I am here because there is a need that God knows that you, because of where you are coming from, if you are not in this, under this anointing, nowhere is going to help you. And Satan will deceive you. Culture, tribal marks. They put tribal marks, they mark you. They say you are, in Ghana, I know they say one is donko. What does that mean? Donko means what? Slave. They mark you. Some people, they mark them, even it's a big mark. And it means something. These are not just, and the sad thing is that their parents are Christians. So-called Christians. And you are doing all these things. Satan is behind the world. He's the power of the world. So our systems, if you want to let us, if you want to just follow the system, be careful. Be careful. Satan is the one that is behind the system, the working system here. Making people so busy, we are like headless chickens. We don't have any time for God. Anything is an work, 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 work. The way we work, we are supposed to be millionaires, but are we millionaires? No. You don't even see the money. Always you are in the red. Satan has made a system that will give you stress, oppressed, harass you and slave. So that's why the Bible says that don't toil, don't try to get rich by just working for money. You say, I'm working, I want to get money. You'll never get rich like that. It takes the power of God and grace to bless the little you have. Because when God's blessing is upon you, he, no, this, is, this is blessing. I can have 200 pounds, yes? You can have a thousand pounds. My 200 pounds, with the blessing of God, my needs will never exceed 50 pounds. So I always have what? 150 pounds to spare. You, with your thousand pounds, your needs is 5,000. So although you are any more than me, and you, are, you think that you are, you are doing a lot, the blessing of God is absent. So anytime the money comes, your needs also increase. And that's the definition of poverty. When your needs exceed what you have, you are a poor person. You are a poor person. I think you people, the way I'm preaching and the way you are responding, I don't, I don't feel encouraged to preach. I think I need to. I think I need to. I need to stop. Are you here? Is thinking in. Don't, don't, don't listen. <laughs> don't, don't worry yourself. Oh. Don't you, some of you, the way you you don't even have time for God. And where is the money? You show me. It's Satan. He's behind the spirit of the Antichrist is behind these things. See, he says, do not wear yourself out. To get what? Rich. Have wisdom to show restraint. Have wisdom. 
set certain boundaries. Be a person of principle. When you are a principled person, you'll be successful. Some of you, Sundays, that's when they will give you heavy, heavy shifts. And you are happy to take it. Be principled and let them know that, look, Sunday, as much as possible, please, let it be known. The money that you lose, God will make sure that you will not get more needs than what you are losing. But you can go. Some people, once they are working, they are doing their shift. Do you know the money is already being spent? Once they are doing, if what encourages them to do their shift is, is how the money is being paid. Because a phone call has come in. And it says that, we need this one, we need that one, we need that one. So whilst you are going, ah, yeah, yeah. Okay, eight hours, and get 80 pounds. Okay. So whilst you are doing every, every six hours, oh, 60 pounds. Okay. Eight hours, oh yes, 80 pounds. But that money, it never goes in your pocket. It's already spent. It is the blessing of the Lord. This coming year, it is God's blessing. When the blessing of God is upon you, your needs will never exceed your income. I pray that for somebody. I said I pray that for somebody. Your needs should never exceed what? Your income. It should never exceed your income. God will supply all. He will supply all your needs. According to his riches. According to his riches. Is it food? Is it clothes? Is it, some of us, we waste money on useless things. Go and, tell, go and ask those people who have been in this country 15, 20 years plus. Go and ask them. Some are 30 years plus. Go and ask them. They will tell you, if I had wisdom and I had a pastor like, like, like this one, the money I have used going to next sales the money I've used to go to River Island, MNS, the shoes, when I see it, sale, sale, and you are jumping, you, you, you can't just, you, you just cannot what? Pass by. Sale, the shoes that's calling you, reverse. If you should have saved that money, You have deposit for a house straight away. You will have a deposit for a house straight. You will not need to go for any banking. You have money in your account. That even, even if you don't have the right things and somebody's trying to say something about immigration or whatever, I tell them, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. But today, you can't. You've wasted all your chances. It's never too late. I said it's never too late. It's never too late. My God shall supply all your needs. Oh, you want, to, you want me to tell you that I'm prophesying? I said my God will supply all your needs. In 2018, every need of yours, every need of yours will be met. They will be met. They will be met. 
They will be met in Jesus' name. The spirit of the Antichrist. Are you under the influence of the spirit of the Antichrist? He's the one that creates stress. Stress. And you see, this spirit is the same one that is destroying marriages. Because now we live in a world whereby the institution of marriage is no longer respected. Satan has perverted it. It's supposed to be man and woman. Now it says woman and woman. Man and man. Some have seen some that are marrying their dogs. Bestiality. Perversion. Recently I read one, some English woman married her dog. Yes. And I saw one also in one of these southern African countries. A grandmother marrying their son. I don't know what tradition that one is. Eh? You, you know about that one? Zimbabwe. So, please, please explain it to me. What, what, why, why did they do that? Why... why Mm. Her, son, her son did really well and she felt like no woman should come and enjoy the wow. they belong to her so she married wow oh yes you see when we say these things when you say these things sometimes prophetically God can show a man of God that in the realms of the spirit, the reason why you are not marrying is because maybe your mother or somebody has married you in the realms of the spirit. But these issues are very sensitive issues. That you cannot just go and what? Say it. But it happens. This woman, she has only what? Done it openly. But there are some mothers that have married their children. There are some fathers that have married their children. And they will never marry. They will physically discourage you. Anybody that you bring, they will discourage you. Nobody will be up to their standard. They've married you spiritually. And, they, and, and, and you, you, even though it's your mother, raised you up, loved you, everything. This, the, and the reason is selfishness. Like how uh, uh, selfishness. What is your duty as a parent? Is it not to raise the child and let the child go? As cute as they, it might look as a child. Me, when I was a baby, I, I looked cute. I had a lot of hair. You look at me, you want to give me a hug. But now, my beard, I'm fearful. Don't come near me. Yes. My mother would not want me to sit in her lap. It will not be right. So she's done her work and now mama has taken over and is doing it. That is what every parent should do. But there are some parents, selfishness. Selfishness. They will marry you. Some, some, you know how they'll do it. They might not even say, okay, I'm marrying during a wedding. What they will do is that some parents will go to the extent of going to a witch doctor and tell you, this my son has become now, has become a lawyer. I don't want any woman to enjoy her money. Tie her down for me. Any woman that comes, separate it. This is a covenant that the mother has now entered with you. It's a marriage. 
Spiritual marriage. When we talk about spiritual marriage, you have some idiots saying, no, it's not true. There's nothing like spiritual marriage and all that. Please. If the culture, Satan is very wise, he adapts according to what? Culture. He adapts. You will not see those things being done openly here. Although now, I hear that because there are a lot of immigrants here, these practices are also going on secretly. In some places. But Satan is very wise. He's very wise. Hallelujah. Praise him. So, there is a day coming. Two, there is a man that is going to be revealed. This man, the world is preparing, he has setting a place. You've heard about the, the rapture. You've heard about things like the rapture. These are not stories. These are real things that are going to happen. That, the, um, yesterday, a pastor came to visit me, one of our pastors. And I was telling him, we discussing, I was telling him about this you heard about President Donald Trump's announcement about Jerusalem. Yeah, he said Jerusalem is the capital, whether you like it or not. And I watched, and they voted the UN resolution. They voted here yeah, two days. They voted two days ago. I was it was mid midnight. It was way late in the night, but I was in prayer, and then the Holy Spirit brought me my attention to so. I finished and I went to watch watch it. And I saw the voting. Only about six or seven countries voted with President, including Israel, USA. And the rest, they voted against President Donald Trump. And even I was, I was keen about Ghana. I went to watch. And I said, Ghana too voted against. And I said, look at this one. Yeah. It tells me what is happening now. You know, there's a wind blowing. And the wind is affecting these African countries. Homosexuality is now rife in countries like Ghana. All the foolishness that is going on here is in all these African countries. The other day, I saw that they are trying to make a law. That they are trying to make pedophilia. You know pedophilia. They want to make it a sexual orientation. So that, you know, when you say, I am gay, I am a lesbian, I am a homosexual, then a pedophile will come and say, they call them pedosexual. They've given it any pedosexual. So they can rape a baby. One incident that happened, a man raped a one-month-old girl. Raped the girl, pushed all the intestines somewhere, bleeding. Destroy the girl's life. And they say that now we should make it a sexual what? Orientation. And they are fighting against it. They are fighting for it to become legalized. It can happen because just about 50 years ago, homosexuality was an abomination in this country. It was against the law. But today, they are even being given preference. If you want to win pop idol, go as a gay person. If you want to win X Factor, you just be gay. If you want to be a TV presenter, and you get a job, men who wear pampers, 
you, you get a job easily. Years ago, it was, it was difficult to find a man and a man kissing on TV. Today is common. So don't be under any illusion. Satan is behind it. He's behind it. And it's going to happen. Already, there was this thing that they were caught. High, they caught a pedophile um, ring of people. There were judges in there. There were police officers in there. Military officers were in there. Name every pe- people from different cleaners, walks of life, were all in it. That was around the time they had this Jimmy Savile thing. An investigation. A lot of people that you see that they are looking nice, nicely dressed and smartly dressed, are doing this thing in the secret. Like how they used to do homosexuality in the secret. But today they have come out. It's the same thing. These are things that we are facing as Christians. Instead of coming together and praying that the kingdom of God will come down, will be established amongst ourselves. No. Everybody feels that they are something. You can't talk to me that way. I'll come to church when I like. This church is fighting against that church. This is doing this against us. So you have people that have made it their business to spread lies about men of God. It's Satan. That's that way. He's taking our eyes from the real thing. Before you are aware, he's secretly introducing heresies. So today, you have a priest that is fully homosexual. He's giving communion. He's blessing marriages. He's doing confirmation for little children. And some of us, we are happy. Oh, I will not go to a church that, that I'm older than the church. But I must be older than the church because, you know, these established old churches, you know, that is where you know, I mean, we are not going to have any of these strange things. Go there. Let you just. I'm happy. Please go. Let the let the, let the homosexual lay hands on your children. And when your child grows up and becomes gay, you wonder where is it coming from. Recently, the Archbishop of Canterbury and York, one of them, made a quite dangerous statement about this sexual orientation. He said that children should not be forced about the agenda. And that now, if a child, for instance, if little Johnny, if little Johnny identifies himself as a girl, you should allow. So your son, you have dressed your boy as a son, he goes to school, he says, I feel like I'm a girl. They should treat that boy like what? A girl. And the child can go to the girls, the boy can go to what? The girls' washroom. Because instead of standing to pee, he feels like sitting down to what? Pee. These things are going on. It's in our school. It is happening. These things are going on. I pray that your eyes are enlightened, your eyes are open. Because most of us, we are fighting the wrong fights, busy fighting amongst ourselves. When the real fight that we are supposed to be on our knees, praying, we are not. 
So, do you know what is going to happen? A generation of children are going to grow up desensitized to this issue of gender. So, our children will grow up, and as long as somebody, like for me, if you say it's very strange to me, but when you have grown up with it, it is nothing strange to you. Then it becomes what? Acceptable. So they are going to grow up. So they, there was a big issue we did about, is it Boy Scout and Girls, girls Guide? God said, male and female created he what? Them. Man says no. Man says no. So we've created other, other different, different things. Do you know this Facebook that we are using? They have accepted over, I don't know, it's a lot, about 70 plus different kinds of gender that you can identify yourself with. Apart from, I'm a male, I'm a female. You can see there are 70 something plus that has been accepted. And Facebook is a major thing, so if they have accepted it, if you, you, you can describe yourself male, or female, or something. Some people say sexless. Some people say there are 70 plus of them. And it's, it's become accepted. If these things are going on, and we do not become sensitized, it becomes normal. The Bible says that righteous lot, his soul was tormented. His soul, his soul was so tormented because he lived among these people. But if your soul is not being tormented, you don't feel something is wrong. The spirit of the Antichrist has already captured you. Say, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. So we need to be alert. Is the day coming? There's a man that is going to be revealed. This man, he will come as a physical person. He will come like maybe a political leader. And the whole world will hail him. And say, this is our leader. This, this is the, the whole world. Is All these things that are being put in place. Today, they call, they call it what? Contactless. Who has a contactless card? A contactless card. You don't have a contactless card. You have. Today, if you don't have it, then you are strange. Because today, I think everybody has, has it. It's just the beginning, introduction to what Satan wants to do. Yeah. Very soon, they will put it as a chip in your hand. And then you just can't. Already, trials are going on. You cannot buy, neither can you sell. They are setting the stage. For the revelation of the man of lawlessness, the Antichrist. They are setting a stage for him to what? To be revealed. And the church is going to experience such tribulation as never before. The church is going to experience mighty tribulation. Those of us that are preaching like this, we are in a minority, we are few. Today, if you preach like this, you get you offend a lot of people. They'll tell you, ah, so what about the gay people in the congregation? We don't hate you. But we are telling you sin is sin. I love you, I can't hate you, but sin is what? Sin. 
And if you are doing these things, I'm not saying it to degrade you. I am saying it so that you don't miss heaven. Which is more important than going to sit down for a man to bash your, your, your a place that says exit only. It's terrible. God have mercy on the church. 2018, be alert. The man of lawlessness is going to be revealed. We don't know yet, but things, everything is pointing to the fact that this man of lawlessness, the Antichrist, whose spirit is already at work, pushing away Christ out of everything, he is going to be revealed. And the Bible says that he and, and, and he will have what? He is not the, the, the beast and the false prophets. The beast and the false prophets. Do you know, um, sometime last year, Something strange happened. They said a meteor. And they named it the beast. And it was coming towards the earth. And it was very strange that they named that meteor a beast because it tied into some biblical prophecy. They said, wow. Christians are not aware of these things. We are busy doing all sorts of things, but we are not. Everybody is so short sighted. Me, myself, and I, a new car, a new dress. I want to show off so that everybody will see that I, I, I me, myself, you, can, you have become blind. The me, me, me thing has made you blind. You can't see. You can't see. You are so blind. I want a new house. The more you are doing me, 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 the more your eyes are shutting. So you can't see now. A lot of people are confused Christians. He can't see. When somebody tells him, oh, the way is that way. Oh, is that cool? The prophet, Tataki, he's there. Oh, let's go. Then they follow, they, they take you there. You go there. Nothing happens. So, he's not anointed. Hey. Hey. Become a disciple of Jesus Christ. This year, whatever you are doing, whatever you did, do twice in the coming year. Do more for God. Get yourself busy for God. For just as the Bible says that these things are going to be revealed, we have also rewards waiting for us. We have rewards waiting for us. What have you done this year? What have you done that is extraordinary for God? Is there any memorial waiting for you in heaven? Apart from coming to church. And even that one, you come as when you ask and when you want. There's no commitment. Christians are the only um, group or faith group that are never serious when it comes to things like prayer. I have seen in the, in the, in the hospital. I have seen in the airports. Muslims who... I saw one at, at a runabout here in the UK openly Put his mouth there and was praying. We are Christians. No. Antichrist spirit. Even you are coming to church, you are afraid to hold the Bible. So, this man is going to be revealed. And when he's revealed, the world should stand by. I was telling you about this thing about Donald Trump and the way the voting was going on. And I, I was asking the Lord, what is going on? And the Lord gave me a quotation. Which I said, you remember the quotation? Because I don't even remember it now. I think it was Jeremiah. Was it Jeremiah? Zachariah. Zachariah chapter 33. 12 verse 3. 12 verse 3. 
God, this is what is happening is a biblical prophecy that is what happening. God said, I will make Jerusalem a what? You make Jerusalem a burden unto all the nations. And it shall happen in that day, I will make Jerusalem the very city that they are fighting over. I will make it a very heavy stone for all peoples. And all who give it away will surely be cut in pieces. Though all the nations of the earth are gathered against it. That's why I said, look at this Ghana, rat. Because this is God's pro- this is biblical. You'll be there, God is going to prosper America. And countries that are fighting against this thing, they should stand by. But God is going to, all those countries, about seven or so of them, they are going to see that. He said, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Align yourself with what God is doing, and you get blessed. So all those other countries, and I'm happy. Do you know what Donald Trump came out to say after that? He said, he, he said it through his, um, um, his, his secretary. He said, um, I don't know what position he was, but the woman said, America is very happy about the way the voting has gone. He says, nothing is going to change the fact that America has chosen that Jerusalem will be the capital of Israel. And he said that, he quoted the scriptures, he said from biblical times, King David made Jerusalem what? The capital of the Jewish people. And Solomon continued. And they were scattered, Babylon, taken to Babylon, but they came back. And he gave all the history right up to the time when they had this war. And Israel was reconstituted in 1946 or so. And he says, that is the right thing to do. That's the proper thing to do. And it's a biblical thing. God himself said, I'll bring them together. So if you're a wise nation, a God-fearing nation, you align yourself with what God is doing. And he said that nothing will change it. But what, the, but some, what is going to change is the fact that America is the highest contributor to the UN. So all the things that you see UN doing, America's money is more than all the other countries put together. He said, what is going to change is that America is watching and has seen all the countries that voted against it. Oh yes, he said, just like I'm saying it, America has seen and has watched all the countries that have voted against it. And what is going to happen is that those countries are going to pay. And then, that is what the woman said. Then Donald Trump himself came to say that the days when uh, you know, people could take America's money and then shit upon them, those days are over. So don't think that you can take America's money and then they are still going to give you, you know, you come and say, oh, you and he said it's not going to happen. So as he has said it, if your country is depending upon them for whatever, whatever, it's not going to happen. Your prosperity is going to go down. That's why when I looked at Ghana, I said, this rat, this rat. He might have his fault, but in this instance, he's on point. He is needed for a time like this. He came and said, look, you people, this all this antichrist spirit that has kicked um, Christ out of Christianity. So, you, you can't say Merry Christmas. I have to say happy holidays. 
He came and said, no, it's nonsense. Christ is the reason. So, Merry Christmas, America. Merry Christmas. He said, he kicked all, he said all, every mosque was closed down in the White House. He closed it all down. Shut everything down. He said, it's, the only religion here is Christianity. Like it or not. All these people, friendly people, you might, you know, if you are, you see, this is what I'm saying now. When you are raised up with a doctrine or with a satanic thing, you, you don't become sensitive to it unless God opens your eyes. You know, in the natural, in the physical, Larry Clinton was a better candidate in the natural. Very better. Because he was liberal. Very liberal, liberal. He said, I could let you kill babies. If a mother is your body, if you want to kill the baby at 25, you kill the baby. It's your body. Donald Trump said, No. All those um, charities that are working, not this one, but all the other the charities that are working, they're non, non, non for profit organizations. He said, That are supporting abortion. I'll cut all your, 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 your aid. I won't give you any aid for you to be killing babies. It's not Christian life. But people don't understand the man. He will never have won if God was not involved. Oh yes. He will never have won if God was not involved. So we better become alert and aware. The world is, there's a stage being set for the godly and the, the man of lawlessness. And I want to end on this note in Luke. Luke chapter 14, verse 15. Are you, are you being blessed? Read it for me. 15. The parable of the green banquet. Then, now when one of those who sat at the table with him heard these things, mm-hmm. he said to him, Blessed is he who shall eat bread in the kingdom of God. Are you looking forward to eat bread in the kingdom of God? Yes. I can't hear your response. This is all that is, it, it is about. Do you know, church is like coming to a banquet feast. Do you know that? But if you don't have the right mindset, you think that coming to church is like a burden. It's burdensome. Satan has entered you. One day I was reading the Bible, and I saw a place. It said, and the disciples are asking Jesus. Jesus said, one of you at this table is going to betray me. And the disciples were murmuring among themselves. And then the one that Jesus loved, See, when Jesus loves you, he gives you inside information. He said, the one that I will give this muscle to, is the one that is going to. And he took it and he gave it to Judas. And the Bible said that immediately Satan entered into Judas. But you know, the others thought that uh, those who were not close to Jesus, they were thinking that Jesus told Judas that, um, Go and sort out something for me. They thought that Judas, Jesus had discussed something about they are going to stay away somewhere and they made all sorts of things up. This is what the Bible said they were thinking. Because Jesus said, the Bible said that and Satan entered into him and Jesus told him, whatever you are going to do, go and do it quickly. So they thought that Jesus was telling him, go and quickly go and sort this place out. You see, there are some pastors. Who, because these apostles, they were all behind around Jesus. But there are some who hear from the heartbeat. They are very close to Jesus. And he tells them hidden things. Meanwhile, the other pastors are confused. They are preaching messages that are not relevant. And do you know 
that among all those disciples, the one, the disciple that Jesus loved, he wasn't even popular. Like Peter and all, he never became popular. But he was the one that, some of us, everything is aware of us. Even though men don't accept, accept us. Men, we don't have huge crowds. It's not about that. It's about your relationship with him. So they were, they were, they were, they were, they were, they were what? Worried. They were saying, ah, what? Maybe he told him because they said, Pete, you know, Judas was in charge of the account. Yeah. And said, Satan what? Entered him. Satan entered him. When Satan enters into you, when Satan enters into you, suddenly you can't stay with the master. You will find it difficult. Church is a banquet. They were all sat at the table eating a feast. But when Satan entered and he wanted to leave, when you find yourself giving excuses when it comes to church, when you find yourself, you know, finding it like it's a border, it's a drag, Satan has entered into you, my brother. My sister, Satan has entered into you. And you need to cast that Satan out. Church should be like you are coming to a dinner, like how we had a dinner. Happy, I'm coming to eat. That should be the, 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 the attitude. But when you find it difficult, tell your neighbor, Satan would have entered into you. <coughs> I can't hear you. Say it with power. <coughs> Say you, Satan. Get out of my life. Get out of my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. <coughs> you Satan. You Satan. Get out of my life. Get out of my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So he said this person. <coughs> he said Jesus replied. A certain man. Say a certain man. A certain man. Was preparing a great banquet. Great banquet. Yeah. So this is the banquet. Enjoy. You don't come to eat um, salsa, green leaves, meat with nice vegetables, or ackee and saltfish, or kotoje and inkrakra. You don't come to eat that at this feast. What you are eating is what I'm giving to you. That's right. But if you are being fed, imagine, I, I know some of, are you good wives here, the women? Are you good wives? You can't respond. You have become Europeanized. You have become westernized. Don't become westernized. Don't become Africanized. Become Bibleized. Are you hearing me? When you are not a European wife or an African wife, you serve your husband. It's, it's nice to serve your husband. You love, you give. Now yes, then you take. Amen. You take as well. Yeah. Now, when you are not, no, your mind has not been what? Been, 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 been poisoned. You serve. And when you serve, can you imagine that you have cooked food. Mm. The, the women, you answer me this. You have cooked food. Lay the table. Your husband comes. 
it, first of all, he doesn't even see that you have done something special. Then you point to give him a hint. Oh, honey, I've made some. Can you sit down? Who cleans the place? This is that's. What is this? What is this? And then he just puts it aside. How will you feel? Eh? Will you cook again? Will you be encouraged to cook? Or he's sitting there, he's eating the food and he's sleeping. Hey, you have, you, your food can make a man sleep. Will, what, how will you feel? When, when, when somebody, you made a, a, a meal or you have invited people, like tomorrow, maybe some of you will have you know, Christmas dinners. And right, it's not midnight, too. It's daytime, like this. What's the time? It's about 12.30 now. You are sleeping in church. We are feeding you and you are sleeping in church. You, you, need, you have a big problem. You have a big problem. How can you sleep? Midday, you are sleeping when you are being fed in a banquet. You say, oh, this pastor, he doesn't know. The night shift I did. <laughs> You, you have not done more nice things than me. You need grace. Once you do it, look, I can see, it doesn't matter how much tired I am. If the food I am eating, I cannot be eating and sleeping. It is very strange. Can you do that? Eating and sleeping. Very soon you'll be putting the salsa in the, in the water instead of in the sea. You are drunk. Tell your neighbor, wake up. It's not your fault. I don't blame you. It's not your fault. It's not your fault at all. It's not your fault. Just like the man who has got a wife, that it's not your fault. Do you think that a wife is compelled to cook for you? There's no nothing written in the Bible that a wife cooks for your husband. Out of love, you do it, and you are coming there. You are so tired. Hey. There's no, there's no, nothing within there. Cook for your wife, but out of love. And rare men also cook. Men also cook. You see that. So the men don't, don't be taking this as an advantage. Say, Pastor said you should cook. You too must learn how to cook. In fact, Christmas, if you can cook, cook and serve your wives. Serve your family. Serve them like a prophet in the house. You tell them, I'm the prophet in the house. I am setting a table before you. I've made this. We are all going to sit down, say thank you to God, and eat the food. Some of you women, you make the men's cooking very difficult. You just can't let go. Oh, you can't cook well. Then you put too much salt in it. So even when the man wants to cook, you are there. Have you put this one in? Have you put that? Just sit down and relax. Amen. Just sit down and what? Cooking is very, is an, is an important art that you need to learn. It will help you. So we are in a banquet. And look, next year, have this mindset. Church service is a banquet. Anytime I come, I come to feed myself. 
I'm not coming because of man. I'm not coming. Look, it doesn't matter how much somebody offends you. Do you go on a hunger strike? Do you, do, you, do you go on a hunger strike? Even if they have offended you, still eat. So even if somebody has offended you in your church, or in the church, or whatever you think the reason is, you still must come to church and eat. Because if you don't do that, this is what is going to happen. Jesus said, the great banquet, and invited many what? Guests. He said, at the time of the banquet, he sent his servant to tell those who had been invited, like you and I, come to church, come to church, come on Sunday. Pastors are sending notices, setting, sending WhatsApp notices, doing announcements on the radio. Come to church, they are sending you an invitation, come, tell your neighbor, come. But the verse 18 says, but. They all alike began to make excuses. The first said, I have bought a field and I must go and see. Please excuse me. Is that not a legitimate excuse? Eh? Is that not? He's bought a field. Is that not a legitimate excuse? It looks legitimate. Say, so please what? Excuse me. And some of you, oh, I have a shift. I must go. Another said, I have just bought what? Five yoke of oxen. And I am on my way. This is, this is to do with work. I'm on my way to try them out. Please excuse me. I can't come to check, Pastor. I can't do this. I can't do that. Feed your soul. Your soul is so malnourished with koshoko. You know what koshoko is? Malnourished. You lack spiritual vitamins. Up to now, you are still eating and drinking what? Milk. Paul said, I need to speak to you as mature, but I couldn't. I spoke to you as babes. The word of God is like there's meat and there's milk. <coughs> 2018, may you begin to be weaned from milk messages. Milk messages, you want milk messages? Messages that tell you, God is going to bless you. You are going to receive a house. Yeah, you're going to receive a car. Those are the milk messages just to make you happy. You're a baby. But you need to graduate from milk and receive meat. Say, I receive new teeth in the word. See, they all began to give excuses. Still, another said, I just, I just got married. See, marriage. Mm. Most of that are using marriage as an excuse. And I have this, and I have the children, and I have that, and I have that. Nothing has not been covered here. They all look like legitimate excuses. But at the end of the day, if you don't take care, you'll be kicked out of the banquet. They were given excuses. The servant came back and reported it to the master. Then the owner of the house became what? Angry. Let me tell you. If you don't attend the wedding banquet, you make Jesus angry. It's as simple as that. Sit in the house and don't come to church. Such a fool to make God angry. Play with the things of God. You just take it in your I mean, after this church. It's not after this church. The master will get angry. Jesus got what? Angry. Do you want to make Jesus angry? But this year we have been making him angry, but we are not aware that we have been making him angry. Are we going to repent? 
He says, servant, the, 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 the master was angry and ordered his servant, go out quickly into the streets, alleys of the town, and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. Say, the servant said, what you ordered has been what? Done. That is why if you begin to feel that you are so much, you know, you become so pompous, so arrogant, so pride, you think that you are irreplaceable. Even me, if I think, I begin to think I'm irreplaceable, there's always somebody God is going to start to use to fulfill what He wanted me to do. God never lacks people. I'm telling you. So when you are in church and you begin to feel some way that eh, eh, I'm so angry, I'm so offended, I'm so this, I'm so that, and I'm not going to do it. You don't make, you know, they, there was a master and the master had servants. If the servants were not angry, it was the master who was what? Angry. So if you make the master angry, you are making God angry, not the pastor. And better you please God than to please the pastor. So it doesn't matter how you feel. It's not about feelings. It's a decision you make that I will love. Are you hearing me? He said, the master said, go into the streets. Go and bring. So, whenever you do that, you shall be replaced quickly. You shall be replaced. There's no two ways about it. You shall be what? Replaced quickly. And I've said it always in church. It happens here, always. In Ghana, too, the same thing is happening. There was... Uh, especially when it comes to the singing ministry. You know, it's a ministry that Satan used to, or is still in control. And he likes attacking choirs. He likes attacking singers. And he attacks them with pride and pomposity. Somebody say pomposity. So suddenly you begin to feel that you are the it. And I tell them, look, don't do that. If you do that, you'll be, you, you know, you'll be replaced. I remember there was somebody that said that, yes, I'm the only singer, so if I don't come to church, you will see. And I said, hey. I said, you were not here when I said that. He was doing that with, a, with an organist. The organist, uh, some dark guy, not here. This is not in the UK, in, in Ghana. And I told him, that, you know what the guy would do? He would wait, like, like, we started service like about this time. Then he walking with his earpiece, with his phone, and connected to an earpiece. Like he's the senior pastor, he has come. And you walk in majestically. And then you come and sit down. Meanwhile, when we are preaching, he doesn't look at the Bible. He's on his phone, playing with his phone. And then we'll be doing all sorts of things. I said, my friend, not in this place, sir. I'd rather you don't play than just come in here and then he plays and he collects money as well. He said, I'm not giving you any money. If you want to come and play, come and play. If you don't want to, don't come. That's it. Do you know, the day I did that, the following day, God brought somebody. Meanwhile, I was a bit hesitant. I was a bit hesitant. But then, once this person left, then the Holy Spirit said to me, he was there and he was blocking. That's why I couldn't bring anybody. Because I had already made the declaration by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost that anybody that behaves like that, once you go, there's a replacement. Wherever there is a Vashti, you know who Vashti is? There is also an Esther. Tell anybody, wherever there is a Vashti, 
there's an extra waiting. You don't keep your husband and grab him with, with all with all uh, zeal. Don't hold your children. Don't hold your wife and begin and do all sorts of foolishness. There will be a replacement. Wherever there is a vastity, there is also an extra. Yeah. So it was replaced. It is happening, it has been happening, it has been happening. Some guy, very good singer, left all of a sudden, angry and offended. Why? Because it had nothing to do with me. Why? Because when they sing, when, when this person sings, then he says other people are laughing at, at him because he can't sing the English songs. He said, what has that got to do? That is your area. So stay there. You stay there and flourish there. Somebody can, let them laugh. But if you, if you stay there, pray, stay there and worship there, in, even in that, in that, in, 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 in tree, God will lift you up. It's got nothing to do with, sometimes I listen to some music, I don't even understand the word. And sometimes I think it's Swahili or Zulu. I, I've, I've heard some anointed Zulu singers. Not like Sister Sibu. But very anointed. This I don't hear a word of what they are saying. And but I feel the spirit behind it. Yeah. So you'll be replaced. 2018, do you want to be replaced? The thing is that you might go, I don't care. Do you know you can miss your salvation? You can miss your rewards. Tell your neighbor, I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. Be on your feet. My time is up. Let's pray. Have you been blessed? Lift your hands to heaven. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His word, what a glory he sheds on our way. What we do is goodwill. What we do is goodwill. He abides with us. And with all who will trust and Trust and obey. Trust and obey. For there's no other way. For there's no other way. To be happy in Jesus. To be happy in Jesus. But to trust and obey. You heard a lot this morning. Lift up your voice. Communicate with the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell him where you feel you are weak. The word of God is like, like a mirror. Amen. When you stand in front of it, it shows you where you need to put more highlight, more mascara, or take some off, or whatever. You have heard the word of God today. This is to prepare you for the coming year. Amen. That you should walk in an awareness that a day is coming. Amen. A man of lawlessness will be revealed. There shall be a mighty rebellion and falling away. Are you part of it? Yes. Ask the Lord to quicken you. Bring fire into your work and your relationship. Amen. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray.
In the name of Jesus, pray, pray that the fire, the fire of God will revive you, will revive you. We have heard that today, me and self will blind you, will blind you, will blind you. Let self die by the fire of the Holy Spirit that we will be aware, you will be aware, you will be aware, you will yes, be aware yes, of the yes, yes. In the name of Jesus, in the Most name of Jesus, Lord. anything that make you not to give your best, today the fire in will come. Jesus' mighty name have we prayed. Amen, amen. 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 Say ancestral powers. Ancestral powers. From my father's house. From my father's house. Or my mother's house. Or my mother's house. That wants me to miss heaven. That wants me to miss heaven. Right now. Right now. I command Holy Ghost fire. I command Holy Ghost fire. As I clap my hands in prayer. As I clap my hands with prayer. Receive fire. 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 Clap your hands and begin to pray. In the name of Jesus. Any power of hell. That wants you to miss your salvation. In the name of Jesus. Whatever means they are using to manipulate your life. In the name of Jesus. Let that power receive fire. Let that power receive fire. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let every ancestral power that wants you to miss heaven. Yes, 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 yes. Power receive fire. Receive fire. In the name of Jesus. Yes, yes. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let them receive fire. Let them receive fire. Let them receive fire. In the name of Jesus. Their powers be broken. Be broken out of our lives by fire. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. That we will not, you will not miss heaven. You will not miss heaven. You will not miss heaven. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name have we prayed. Amen. 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 Say, O oh Lord. O oh Lord. Say, O oh Lord. O oh Lord. Any spirit from hell. Any spirit from hell. Working through my bloodline. Working through my bloodline. Fighting against my going to heaven. Fighting against my going to heaven. Right now. Right now. I command. I command. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Out. 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 Pray, 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 pray. Command in the name of Jesus. Command it. Command it. In your plan, I command it. Fighting you, fighting you, fighting you, commanded out of by the fire, commanded by fire, out of your blood, out of you by fire, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, commanded out today by fire, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in your bloodline, in your bloodline, fighting you, fighting you, commanded out in the name of Jesus, commanded, 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 commanded by fire, commanded by fire, in the name of Jesus. Jesus, in the name of Jesus, mighty name, have we pray. Amen, 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 amen. The parable of the great banquet, he said the people were giving excuses. Excuses. Whatever you think is a legitimate excuse, that is vying for the first place in your life, apart from God, is an excuse. You're going to ask God, help me, this coming year, help me, I want to be a better Christian. I want to be a Christian that is growing Amen. in your in you. I want to be mature. I want to be able to bring people unto you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know the excuses which you have been given. You know the excuses that you have what been given. You are going to say, Lord, Lord, let this excuse culture in me die. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Say by fire. By fire. I can hear you. Say by fire. By fire. Any excuse-giving culture, any excuse-giving culture, 
in my in me in me die 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 clap your hands and pray clap your hands and pray culture let it die out of you today by fire yes yes in yes the name of jesus the culture the culture of excuses man the culture out of you by fire by fire by fire the culture of excuse the culture let it die by fire. Let it die by fire. In the name of Jesus. Let it die. Let it die. Let it die. Right now by fire. Right now by fire. Right now by fire. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The quarter, the quarter of excuse. Listen. It must die. Listen. The Spirit of God is saying that we need to pray about cycles. 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 In the family, cycles of defeat. Cycles. Some of you, if you look and have a careful examination, you realize that even though you are overseas, your life has really become like that of your father and your mother. Nothing much difference. The only difference is the location. And the fact that you are able to take two pounds and buy pizza and chicken. But apart from that, it's the same story. You are going to say, Father, as you have revealed this, let this cycle of defeat, shame, be broken. Amen. Say, oh Lord, oh Lord, every cycle of shame, every cycle of shame, any spirit behind this cycle, any spirit behind this cycle, from my mother's side, from my mother's side, or my father's side, or my father's side, as I clap my hands in prayer, as I clap my hands, I command that spirit, I command that not in 2018, out of my life, out of my life, now, 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 clap your hands and begin to pray that prayer. Then life, command a cycle, cycles, life cycles, life cycles in our life, command it out of your life. No more of this. In 2018. Every cycle of poverty, every cycle of disobedience, every cycle of idolatry, worship of demons, every cycle of false humility, we come against it in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, preserve our souls even unto your coming. Lord, preserve our souls even unto your coming. May we not fall by the wayside. In the name of Jesus, we ask Holy Ghost. Yes, Keep us, keep us, Lord. Yes, keep us, keep us, Lord. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord. In the name of Lord. Yes, Lord. Two more prayer points. Then we are finished. We are praying again. Amen. This time you are going to ask, Lord, let your fire come upon me. Amen. I need you, Holy Spirit. Yes. I need you, Lord Jesus. Amen. I need you more than ever. Amen. Because we are in a more dangerous and more wicked world. Mm. A world where truth has been turned upside down. Mm. I need you by your word. Amen. Place desire for your word in me. Amen. Let your fire come upon me. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 
This is like the twelve virgins. He said some had what extra oil, and they were able when the when the bride came, they were able to what? When the groom came, they were able to what? Go in. Go in. The other said, give us some of your oil. He said, I can give you. There are some things that as a Christian you must be bold and say, not this one. I'll give you this one. And that is your salvation. Yes. Anything that will wrestle with your salvation, you should be bold to say, no. No. I won't give you. Not even if you are my mother. Not even if you are my father. Not even if you are a fellow Bridegroom, uh, a bridesmaid mm. or bride. Yes. I will not share this one. Yes. Never ever share your service. Mm. It's, it's not worth it. Yes. The woman said, No, I won't give you. Go to the market and go and find. But the Bible said about that time it was too late. 2018. What is it that is going to be a stumbling block? You're going to say, No to it. No to it. We need the fire of God. Amen. The what? Fire. The fire. Holy Spirit, come upon me. Amen. Holy Spirit, strengthen me. Amen. In my prayer life. Amen. In how I read the Bible. Amen. Open my eyes. Yes. Today there are all sorts of foolishness on the social media. Mm. When I listen to foolishness, make me aware. Mm. Make me aware. A lot of nonsense is happening. But I need you to be my teacher. Amen. Lift up your hands. Say, Father. Father. Pour your spirit, pour your spirit afresh, afresh on me, on me right now, right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray that. Prayer. Yes, ask the Lord to pour His spirit afresh on you right now. We need a fire. We need a fire, fire, fire to be aware, fire to be aware, fire for reading the word, fire for the seal, fire. We need it. Oh, we need it today. In the name of Jesus, let your fire, let fire, oh, fall afresh on us. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, mighty name, have we prayed. Amen, 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 amen. Our last prayer. We've come to a banquet. We've come to a feast. Amen. You, you, can, you, know, you can look at the menu and request for certain things. That's right. Is that not the case? Sure. In this banquet hall, mm-hmm. healing is here. Amen. You can request for healing. Amen. In this banquet hall, mm-hmm. you can have deliverance. Amen. From oppressing from the devil. Yes. In this banquet, we can receive a miracle. Amen. Are you here? Yes. I can feel you. I said, are you here? Yes. This is a banquet that you have come. In other banquet halls, I'm sure other churches are meeting. Mm-hmm. But their banquet, their menu might be different. That's right. Some, they just give you the word. Mm-hmm. But here you have the opportunity, the opportunity to have dessert and other things. That's right. In the form of miracles. Amen. In the form of healing. Amen. In the form of deliverance. Yes. In the form of prophecy. Amen. Whatever it is that you want God also to do for you. As you have come to this banquet, ask, Lord, ask, and you shall be sent. Amen. Ask and you shall be given. Amen. Amen. So you are going to ask God, Father, me too, I have come to this banquet, but I need to have a taste of healing. Amen. To have a taste of this salad. Amen. Which is a breakthrough. Amen. Lift it up. Lift it up. This is the time, in other words, this is the time you're going to ask God for your own personal needs. Mm. I might not have said your personal needs. Yes. But God wants to serve it to you. Amen. Lift it. Lift your hands up. Mm. You alone are my strength and my shield. Oh, you alone make my fear with you. 
You said, I came to the banquet Amen. and I asked for this specific salad yes. on the menu. Amen. I asked for healing. Amen. I asked for deliverance. Amen. I asked for divine intervention Amen. concerning my relationship, Amen. concerning my marriage, Amen. concerning my work. Amen. And the Lord fed me. Yes. The Lord fed me. Amen. Lift it up before God. Yes, Lord. You know what you want. Amen. I don't know, but you know what you want. Amen. Ask Him now. Open Amen. your mouth and ask Him. Lift your voice. Open your mouth and ask Speak to the Lord. Make Open your, your Lord, Open your mouth Lord. and ask Yes, Lord. As the Lord, as the Lord, the banquet you are in, you can ask, you can ask, you can ask, you can ask whatever, whatever ask you him. can ask in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. What is the problem? What is the issue? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? What is the problem? What is it? Ask the Lord. Ask the Lord. That ah, as I've come here today, oh Father, this is the problem. This is the need. This is the problem. This is the issue. I make it known to you in the name of Jesus that I will live here with a testimony. I will live here with a testimony. In the name of Jesus, don't let this opportunity slip you by. In Jesus' mighty name have we prayed. Amen. Amen. Please lift your hands up. This is our month of testimony. Amen. I speak by prophetic declaration. Amen. That whatever you have asked the Lord, Amen. It shall be done. Amen. It shall be done. Amen. It shall be done. Amen. 
in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I am speaking with this very tongue that I used to pray. Amen. And I am declaring Amen. that your your testimony Amen. shall not delay. Amen. It 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 shall not delay. Amen. This month of testimony. Amen. I see you celebrate. Amen. I see you rejoice. I see you saying thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For what he has done for you. Amen. Nothing is too hard for him. Yes. Nothing is impossible for yes. our God. Yes. I see Jesus Amen. doing something for you. Amen. Putting in your hand Amen. a testimony. Amen. Putting in your hand Amen. a testimony. Amen. Somebody say I receive it. I receive it. 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 Receive it for your husband. I receive it. Receive it for your wife. I receive it. Receive it for your children. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Is it a car? Receive it now. Is it a new business? Receive it now. Receive it now. Is it a healing? In your marriage. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Is it a healing? In your body. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. May the Lord set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. Your enemies in all that shape. Your enemies in Samra. Your enemies in wantage. Your enemies in Swindon. Your enemies in, uh, in London. Amen. It doesn't matter whatever. Yes. The Lord will set a table. Amen. We have just a few more days yes. for the year to come to an end. Amen. And the month of testimony. Yes. This is our month of testimony. Amen. I don't know about you, hey. but I see the Lord yes. giving somebody Amen. a testimony. Giving somebody a testimony. Giving somebody a testimony. Receive it now. 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 That which you are afraid of. Yes. That is going to happen. Yes. I cancel it. 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 Amen. I cancel it. I cancel it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Holy Ghost fire. Amen. Right now. Yes. Fire. Fire. Right now. Amen. Fire. Amen. Right now. Amen. Our God is able to create for you. Yes. Even that which you haven't asked. Hey. He's the God that's able to do. Amen. Exceedingly. Amen. Abundantly. Amen. Far more than you can even imagine or think. Yes. That's the God we say. Hey. And today I said to you. Yes. You are getting a testimony. Amen. Not from a deaf God. Yes. Not from a dead God. Yes. But from a living God. Amen. His name is Jesus. Amen. He's giving you a testimony. Amen. Somebody say I receive it. I receive it. Somebody say I receive it. I receive it. Somebody say I receive it. I receive it. Lift up your hands and we will thank you. Thank, thank you, Lord. You. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the testimony. Thank you, Father, for giving to us Hallelujah. our desires. Before I sit down, yes. I want to pray for those of you that are sick in your bodies. But we'll have our offering and get out of the way. So lift your offering up. And then let's have our offering presented to the Lord. An offering. Lift it up. Father, sanctify these offerings for us. Bless it, O Lord. Amen. As we help, O God, to keep your word and to keep your kingdom moving, let's blessings that comes from this kind of giving come upon us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
Please give us a song whilst we come and put our offering. We give glory to the Lord, He reigns. We give glory to the Lord, He reigns. Oh, He reigns, He reigns, He reigns. Oh, we give glory to the Lord. We give glory. We give glory to the Lord, He reigns. 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 He reigns, He reigns, He reigns. We give glory to the Lord, He reigns. We give glory to the Lord, He reigns. We give glory to the Lord, He reigns. He reigns, He reigns, He reigns. We give glory to the Lord, He reigns. Oh, is it anything, anything, anything to have? If you have your tithe, as well, you can come. Oh, is it anything to have? If you have your tithe, come quickly. Our time is running. Lord of heaven, is there anything? Is there anything you have? Is there anything? Is there anything? Anything? Anything you have? If you have your tithe, please don't go, don't go, stand there. Is there anything? Is there anything? Is there anything? You have your job into the coming year. It is present. No man, no man can take it away. Is there anything? Is there anything? Oh, is there anything? Is there anything? Is there anything? Anything too hard for him. Please sit down. Let me pray for our brother here. And then we'll listen to our announcements. So, brother, come. I met you in London. I didn't have enough time to pray for you. So, what is wrong with you? Your mind. What is happening in your mind? I've been confused and just had a spirit of fear about this country. Yes, you have a spirit of fear about this country. You don't live here? No, I live here now. How long? Uh, Three months. Three months. Yeah. And you are afraid of 
staying here. So, uh, how does that affect your daily life? No, it's just well, it's a cultural shock the way things are happening, and uh, I was just amazed at how how close we were. Like you, how your message was. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, so, what goes back to the point? What do you want God to do? I just want God to restore my soul, restore, restore my mind, and just give me that vigor of life again. Okay. Where is your is your wife? Come. Because of the fear, he cannot sleep in the night, daytime. Yeah, but I'm asking him, but he's going around the bush, so I, I don't know what exactly he wants to So, what is happening to him actually? Um, at times, he's manifesting. He's manifesting? Yeah. Like when you are alone in the house? Yeah. Like demonic manifestations. Yeah. So, how does he be? He starts with pain in his stomach, mm-hmm. then in his heart and back pain, mm-hmm. and he's not himself. Um, I mean, and when you go to the hospital, do you, you take him to the hospital when they start? Uh, I try not to, mm. uh, but sometimes it, it's very difficult because you'll be calling you'll be me calling when you. I'm at work. Say, come, come. It's not his usual behavior because I know him. You know. That he's not himself. It seems like it so, becomes someone so different. So you were here and he came to join you? Yes. Okay. And then things have changed like that. So is this his normal size? Body size and weight, or no. he has reduced. It's reduced. Okay. So, when it, but I want to find you, you, when this thing happened, you take him to hospital before. Yes. And what did the doctor say? He didn't find anything. But he, you said you were feeling sick in yourself. Okay. So, you want Jesus Christ to put an end to this? Yes. Okay. This is nothing 